New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Dr. Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And this is Ministers Talking Shit for September 15th, 2023. It's seven o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone. Thanks for being up early and being with us. Or if you're watching it another time, thanks for clicking the play button. We appreciate that. Please do remember to like, share, subscribe, let your friends and family know what we're doing out here today. So... Uh, speaking of days, uh, it, it's a good day, sir. Yes, it is. It is a very good day. <laughs> I am. We're getting, uh, we're... <laughs> I, I, we're getting some rain here in Colorado to, to, I don't know, start the fall season. I heard that there was some snow, like one or two inches of snow uh, yeah. <laughs> up in the mountains. And uh, so it cr creates this refreshing atmosphere for us to begin to uh change our gears look at life a little differently and begin to make you know uh make a run for the for the winter time if you will <laughs> exactly i always uh I, it, it's my own thing but um when the when the snap the cold snap happens and the kids are back in school I remind myself it's time to buckle down and bust bust out some work before the holiday season gets here because then nothing yes. gets done. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, we got about it's two funny. and a half good months of work before the holiday season gets here and sends everything snap fooey. Most so, definitely. It's also a very good day, folks. I want to uh, share some great news. Uh, our dear Reverend Elzia has been named to the Iliff School of Theology's Board of Trustees. Now, if you're not aware of the Iliff School of Theology, it's a pretty big deal here in Colorado, uh, part of the Denver University system, and uh, and a very well-respected uh, theological school to be named as a trustee is a big thing, and especially as a Muslim religious scientist. <laughs> so uh, can, big congratulations, Rev Z. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I, I I'm really excited uh, to to dig in. I mean, they, they really have some some great stuff that they're looking at doing and and trying to create a curriculum that 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 kind of works for all, right? Uh, even though it's a Christian university under the Methodist United Methodist Church, um, they're 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 very progressive. 
uh, in my mind uh, of how we begin to try to create this world, not try, but actually do it uh, where, where, where we can live together, work together and solve problems together at not only at an academic level, but at a grassroots level of how this stuff gets implemented in everyday life. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, and looking forward to, to digging in and, and hopefully having some good news to share with our audiences and some opportunities for people to get involved. Yes. Amen there. people. Opportunities for people to get involved. That's what we like hearing that. So good. Uh, so there's our good news segment for the day. Uh, now on to our uh, what the type of segment for the day. If you haven't heard uh, Hunter Biden. If, now, if you haven't heard the name Hunter Biden and the word laptop in one sentence in the last few years, you just don't have ears to hear. Uh, but recently... Hunter Biden uh, had a plea deal in front of he's up on tax evasion and gun possession charges in uh, in federal court. Uh, there was a, a plea deal that supposedly had been brokered, but the judge didn't accept it. And yesterday, Hunter was found guilty on three different federal felony charges of gun possession. Uh Z, tell us, I think you read a little more on this story than I did. Tell us what this means. Yeah, yeah. So they, and they haven't convicted him yet. They indicted him uh, on some federal charges of purchasing and having possession of a firearm while uh, under the influence of narcotics uh, or, you know, a, a narcotics user. And <laughs> the, the, I, I think the maximum sentence that he could be facing on this charge is like 20 years uh, in prison if they try to go for the max. And, you know, that's a long time. Um, under any circumstances, half of that is a long time to be incarcerated. And, you know, it's I, 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 I you know, I, I'm waiting to get more news. I'm stumbling here a little bit because it's an interesting situation, given that uh our past president has four indictments with a hundred almost 200 charges in that in, in like four indictments um and not to belittle any crime or or, or or being just about it but it seems like it's a tit for tat kind of thing now yeah you know they're saying uh he had a sweetheart deal and he's gonna get it you know and they they, they it, you know they didn't do the tax thing and it, that hasn't even come up yet but right. but the challenge for me is not just this it, it it's it's a product of the rich if you will in this society or, or or better way of saying that the idea of what money can do to uphold or tear down justice right. and one of the biggest problems we're having in this whole country is equity and justice. That's why we have these DEI and DEIBs and DEIBJs uh, forming all over the country to begin to figure out how do we get to a level playing ground as best we can, given the history and where we are now, so that we can work together. And it's and it, this is going to be an interesting case to follow. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, from the outset, it looks like uh a great case study in white privilege, entitlement, and the political class. Yes. 
Because I'm sure somewhere along the line, the words, do you know who my father is? Came out of that man's mouth. All right. At some point along, and maybe, you know, younger as a younger man, but as an adult, I'm pretty sure he felt he was playing above the rules. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens because I'm pretty sure if a black man was indicted on three federal f gun felonies, uh, he'd be going away for a long, long time. Colin Powell was brought up on gun charges. Don't matter. He'd go away for a long, long time. So um, not that I want to see anybody subjected to incarceration in that degree. However, at a certain point, we also have to be able to hold people accountable right. to right. Um, to federal law. <laughs> yeah, because, because you won't, I mean, you'll never get a, a, a populace, if you will, that is, that is somewhat... Uh, supportive or in alignment with the government if there are clear and blatant miscarriage of justice where where you can see, you know and, and we have plenty of that already just by looking at drug charges two people same kind of crime one black one white the the charge or, or, or the uh, uh, the sentence is almost always two times whatever it is for the white person and so, it it begins to 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 cloud everything and then but you telling me you want me to sacrifice and go do this and go do that for the government but i can't even get a fair trial right. or, or expect to get a fair trial in in basic situations like there was something the other day i, I don't know and i forget what city uh and it, it it'll be around for a minute uh, a young lady person of color I think she was a black woman. I'm not sure. I know she was a person of color. Got hit by a police car and died. They have video cam of another cop with his, you know, camera on talking and recording. I don't know if he knew it was on or not. He was making jokes about the thing. I just I, I saw this headline starting to creep into my feed. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I'm supposed to trust you to be to uphold public trust and safety when you think it's a joke that a young lady and she was young 23 or something like that from what i remember is gone and you're just saying i you know just pay your family and be done with it. i'm like really is that is that what we do now right no respect for no regard for human life none and he's supposed <laughs> to protect and uphold <laughs> right yeah yeah I I, <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. No, no. no <laughs> I want to stay, uh, for a moment, I want to stay on white privilege and politics because we have another uh, Colorado's infamous congresswoman from the third district, Lauren Bober, is at it again, folks. Um, I've said on this program and others, I've considered moving to Colorado's third district just so I can vote <laughs> against this woman. Uh, well, recently she was ejected from a theater performance here in Colorado uh, at the very famous and glorious Buell Theater uh, for vaping. So I I don't know how you sit in a theater and think you're going to get away with vaping. Like, oh, I'm going to blow it up my sleeve or something. I don't know. Uh, but the security footage is gold. As you can see her uh, accosting the ushers, um, you can pretty much hear her saying, do you know who I am? 
over and over again. Uh, and she berates the employees that have been that are there to to escort her out of the theater uh, for vaping and creating a nuisance. Uh, they always throw that in, right? And creating a nuisance. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> it just feels like, um, for a moment, I want to talk about politics because it feels like we are starting to witness the implosion of the far-right MAGA movement and the Republican Party. Uh, Kevin McCarthy announced that rather than go through normal procedures of uh, voting on impeachment articles against President Biden, um, that he is just going to file them. And they're just going to go ahead with this. And uh, other members of the Republican Party are starting to push back. It's now into a verbal boxing uh, jousting match as far as uh, they say they're going to come after his speakership and he's saying, bring it on. Uh, so we're about to see a big, huge infight with uh, a big, huge fight within the Republican Party. And it, it feels to me, you know, part of that uh, Nero fiddled while Rome burned kind of thing. We're, we're facing a government shutdown. Um, our, and I heard somebody the other day say, well, let it shut. Let us go ahead. Shut it down. Uh, you know, other governments have survived. Other countries have survived without a central government for for a time. For time, and I think it was Greece didn't have a yeah a, for a few <clears throat> years. And um, so we're. I think we are looking at the implosion of the Republican Party. And um, and one what? more on all this before I give it to you. Mitt Romney came out yesterday and announced that he would not be running for re-election in the Senate and pretty co much called out both parties saying it's time for younger leadership Yeah, and pretty much called out Trump and Biden to say, you guys are both too old. Get your ass out of the public spotlight. Let's let somebody younger with some innovative ideas get in there. Um, and my mind went, Marianne. Where's yeah. somebody, somebody say her name, please. Somebody, come on, say her name. Uh, but I, I think her views are a little, uh, a little too liberal for me. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know, I think one of the, 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 uh, I'll, one of the problems and the challenges that we face in our political arena right now is it is pure entertainment, right? Uh, in my mind, and, and, and I won't say 100%, but I'll still go as far as saying 80%, right? Because the writers are on strike. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it appears that, you know, these individuals are, have, have captured, the, they, they may have had great intentions going into the job, but when, they, when they're working on their fifth and sixth term, right, they're now stuff in their pockets in a lot of cases, not all cases, and I'm not even insinuating that they shouldn't get paid, but they are not, it appears that they are more interested in getting sound bites and, and notoriety and these type of things as opposed to governing the people. Right. And, and setting up policies and programs and, 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 and channels for the community to work together. We understand, most people understand, that
that you need two sides, right? I, you, if, if I'm sitting down uh, 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 trying to resolve an issue, I need to know both and when I'm looking at what caused the problem, da, 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 da. So I can't just look down one side. So we know that. Right. But there's a way to do it so that it's, it's for lack of a better word, humane. Goodness gracious. Some of this stuff just seems to be crazy. And I don't know how we stop it. Now, getting some younger people in will definitely give us some new innovative ideas. But for sure, the older politicians, I think I agree that it's time to figure out a way, you know, like 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 at a, at a, at a university, they have the emeritus. You know, some of these some of these senators and congressmen should become senator emeritus. And your job is only to uh, listen and try to shed some true wisdom on the situation and not get caught up in the in, in the father. I mean, because a baby boomers environment of mental stimulus if you will what they reference their context and everything is a hundred percent different from these young people today yeah well when nancy pelosi at, at age 84 announces she's running again in 2024 for the house i mean she's older than some of the furniture in that place at this point and and it's not about for me it's not ageism because yeah okay if however you're operating under a paradigm that has known nothing but privilege for decades. You have no clue what the people in the streets are really going through. And we've become less of a representative democracy for the people than we have been for corporations. And to me, that's just trickle down economics all over again. And we know that experiment failed. So yes. we're doing it again. We're, we're putting, we're we're putting all of our all of our politicians are representing are representing big companies, assuming that they that that impacts the people. But as we're about to see in Detroit, um, supporting big companies and supporting people might be very very different. Auto workers in Detroit today uh, striking three different uh, automakers. Uh, you know, we used to call them Ford, Chevy, and GM. Now they're, they're it's you know Ford, somebody else, and somebody else because all they've all been bought up um, by uh, by foreign companies. But ultimately, we're going to see a major disruption in the auto production market here in the U.S. because it looks like they're at an impasse. The union is asking for what seems to be some pretty crazy demands. Um, things that I don't know any company could could uh, could weather and uh, and the companies aren't budging. Yeah. Yeah. Just yet. It's it's it. You know, the 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 uh, the auto workers union, I, I if I got it right, they're asking for 40 percent increase in pay plus benefits, which means they're really asking for, you know, 50% increase because benefits gets counted in your total package, right? Right. And you know, we all know that cars are expensive and 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 the companies are making money. So we I mean that's that's the that's the that's the that's the nature of being in business, right? Is to make money. But it, it is to at the same time to be fair and equitable to your workers, but 
when you ask for a 50% increase, now I don't know a 40, well, 40%, we'll just stick with the money paid, but not the benefit. I don't know if that's over time. It has to be, it has to be, you know, over the next 10 years or five years or whatever you need to, we need our to increase 40. All right. We, I mean, but, but to think about that is interesting given two facts. One, EVs are on the rise. Yep. Right. And we know most, a lot of the EVs are going to be built by robots and AI, which is going to reduce. Right. And Gas prices, like right now, the average gas price across the country is is three eighty nine or three eighty six, and in about twelve states, one of them being Colorado, the average is four dollars or higher, which is like sixteen percent higher than it was last year. So now, again, when we start looking at this economic model, people are going to start. If if I had a chance now to buy a new car. <clears throat> Don't know if I'd quite go EV, but I would definitely go hybrid with plug-in and 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 gas to kind of heads because I don't, I think the gas is going down. They don't have enough support infrastructure for the EVs yet, but it's going to be interesting. And the EVs now, I think I saw the other day. There's a Cadillac EV, four hundred and fifty mm-hmm. miles on a charge. Wow! Right on. So we got some we got some interesting times. <laughs> I might be experiencing a little difficulties here on my side. So uh, if I freeze up, folks, please forgive me here. Uh, so no, I'm with you. It's it's a u- really unique time because I don't. I would love to get into the EV high plug-in hybrid side of the world, but they're really difficult to take on a long road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, really difficult to take more than a few, you know, that 450. Now, infrastructure is being built. Um, I just saw a uh, electric charging station pop up at the, the parking lot of my local supermarket. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, about every time mm-hmm. I go by, there's a big old diesel truck parked in one of those spots. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're doing that just to be, uh, you know contrarians um but um so infrastructure is being built but i think we're going to run into the same concern all in five years we're going to be talking about the price of a kilowatt or the price of of a battery charge yeah and um i've seen some promising stories on battery technology as well Mm -hmm. recently that um that's going to be a big part of it is how we increase the capacity of our batteries um to be able to to make those 450 miles on on a charge and, and or more and 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 you know and of course every situation creates its own uh, unique challenges right so now you know I, one of the things that that's it's been there for a while but now it's popping up as we look for bigger battery capacities is lithium how you know the mining of lithium it's a rare mineral uh how do we mine it and where do we mine it? And, 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 you know, are, are we going to have uh, humane conditions for the people who have to mine it? And uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if we learn as we develop these new technologies and these new uh, approaches to, to kind of counteract some of the bad behavior that we as humans have 
inflicted on this planet, do we repeat those things again? By not by not have we we get too headlong into to making it available and not look at the consequences, and we're interested more in profits than we are balancing the activities. Going to be interesting. And um, in following in that with the news, um, scientists are speculating on what could be the world's largest lithium deposit. Uh, found right here in the U.S. in northern Nevada and southern Oregon. Uh, An ancient volcano caldera uh, is reported to hold the largest lithium deposit found yet. And and I'm thinking to myself, well, there goes Black Rock City. Uh, The burners are going to need to find a new place to be. Uh, I don't know if geographically it's the exact same area, but... Uh, but if you start, if we start another gold rush, as some are calling this, for lithium, Nevada is not real big on regulation when it comes to mining. And they're going to look at it like, ah, yeah, go ahead, go rip up the desert. What the hell? We'll get rid of the weirdos and, and the freaks and, and just go rip up the desert. It's a, it's a very tenuous time, again, very interesting time and uh, i think you know for us in new thought we love the idea of new ways of doing things we're we're steeped in that okay what comes next and how do we leave the old behind and how do we get away from the shackles of of big oil and all that um but big lithium could become just as much of a concern Mm -hmm. if we're not careful and pay attention to this Yeah. And, 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 you know, because, and, and I get it, we got to make changes. I mean, just, just definitely want to take a pause right here and send the prayer and, and uh, raise the awareness of the situation over in Libya, where it is reported that over 11,000 people have been killed and they're still counting due to a flood from a, on the Mediterranean coast due to a hurricane tropical storm type event that broke two dams. Um, and they're still counting bodies over in Morocco from an earthquake. Which, and, and, and all of this stuff is connected, right? Um, and so we, we, we understand that we, there, there's some challenges on the planet uh, in that way and, and, and we, what we're contributing. And so now we're trying to get some EVs and those kinds of things. And I don't know how well the two sides if you will are talking about what the effects are how do we work together what, what where's the sweet spot um it's you know you know right now i think we have what a 2030 this saying by 2030 you know we should have tons of evs and a whole lot of uh activity in that way that's seven years away that's a short mm. time but it's a lot you know it's a lot to cover in, in seven years yeah, <laughs> very much carbon so. negatives. <laughs> exactly. Hey, folks, if you're still with us and, or wondering what you found yourself listening to here today, uh, this is the minister's talking shit happens every Friday morning. Please drop a comment. Let us know you're with us. Uh, share, share a like, share a, a subscription. I'm trying to pull up a map here to see exactly where the... McDermott uh, Caldera is. This is where they have 
they have found this large lithium deposit and uh, trying to get an idea of exactly where this deposit might be on the map. However, uh, I definitely am experiencing a little bit of slowdown here today uh, on my uh, on my system. So what you got going on for the weekend? Z, anything fun? Well, uh, you know, you had to ask me that. Yeah, I'm ready for you. I'm going to be fully immersed in CU-CSU football. Uh, <laughs> another big, you know, a, another big uh, uh, big rivalry for the CU Buffs. Um, and this is an interstate rivalry. And so uh, the coaches have already exchanged words and, 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 uh, Coach Prime, just like he said last week with Nebraska, he said it's personal now. You didn't, you know. I think the 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 coach at CSU said, you know, uh, something about Prime having his hat and shades on when he was doing an interview or something. And the guy says, Jay Norville, I think his name is the coach. He says, "Well, my mama taught me to take my glasses and hat off and stuff." And I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." Uh, some somebody imposing their their particular upbringing on somebody else, saying that mine is right and yours is wrong, uh, and so that does make it personal. Um, and, and you know, if there's one thing I've learned in my life, you don't talk about a black man's mama. Period. I don't care what it is. You you unless it, she is amazing and beautiful, you got the best mama in the world. Unless it's that. You don't. You just don't do it. That's stupid. Yeah, you're just asking and, for trouble. And, 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 and here's the challenge: the two black guys are black coaches, and in the African American culture, the black culture, when you start doing that, you step into a world that we call playing the dozens, and that can get really, really <laughs> intense if we start playing the dozens. Exactly. So, that's kind of like what we've stepped into on this football field uh, come tomorrow night around eight o'clock mountain time. Uh, and it's, it's, I would, you know, I don't know who's going to win. I have my favorites. I'll keep it to myself, but it should be a good game to watch what happens when football gets personal. <laughs> I, I think there might be an awful lot of gnashing of teeth and wailing happening uh, in churches all across Colorado come Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Gonna it's be- going to be interesting. But yeah, other than that, man, I'm a, you know, like we said, we got this fall weather coming in, so I'm going to kind of absorb it a little bit. It's, it's a little wet here in Colorado right now. So creates like you said it creates a great environment for work and study and 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 setting some intentions about the uh, you know life myself how to interact with the community and uh let's see if we can make something happen exactly so there it is folks it's a good weekend to get introspective it's a good weekend to get yourself to church it's a good weekend for football uh and yeah i'm the one saying that so <laughs> Uh, and I got a, like I, I keep saying, I got a kid at CU Boulder, so I'm not allowed to say anything other than Sco Buffs. <laughs> I think the t-shirts, I think the t-shirts being delivered later today. Sco Buffs, it's the way to be. So, <laughs> folks, you're watching Ministers Talking Shit. This happens every Friday morning. Uh, we don't pretend to solve the problems and and the concerns happening. Uh, and we like to bring light to what's happening in the world uh, because these things are important. Mm-hmm. Um, politics is important. 
Um, the future of our energy supply is important. The future of our transportation uh, is important. And uh, I flash back all the time, you know, to not pay attention to these conversations is really to give away our freedom, to give away our power, to abdicate our voice to someone else. And uh, as we keep stating, we are less and less a, a, a representative democracy of the people as we are a representative democracy of the corporations. So as people, we've got to be willing to get involved. Um, we're not going to tell you who to vote for. We're not going to tell you who not to vote for. We're going to tell you to vote. We're going to tell you to look within and use your spiritual practices. Use your, your power mm -hmm. of discernment. Use your meditation practice to consider uh, what policies and which politicians are going to best represent your perspective, your view of the world, uh, and, uh, and not necessarily the money changers, as mm -hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if we want this this world to to change, as as they used to say, you got to be in it to win it. So that means you can't sit on the sideline and only point fingers. You can point fingers, but you're not going to get a whole lot of results. But if you if you're going to point fingers, you got to get involved too to uh, to, to, to help make the changes and, and help uh, other than point out the problem. Also try to help solve the problem. Also, yep, exactly. Be in it to win it. There it is. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here then for today. Let you get into your morning. Now, remember, we do have a full day of broadcasting here on New Thought Media Network. Uh, coming up in just about uh, 10 minutes from now, Be Your Own Hero with Sekou Writes. Uh, 8.15 is the morning prayer. 8.30 is the morning sip with Rev. Melissa. 9 o'clock practicing spirit, daily spiritual practices in Spanish with Emma Moreno and company. Uh, then at 9.30, it's Spanish language uh, prayer time, a 15-minute prayer program in Spanish with a whole team of Spanish speakers uh, from uh, mostly across Mexico and South America. It's a beautiful group of folks. Later today, 10 a.m., practicing infinite possibilities with Lindsay Lineback. The Joy Show with Reverend Barbara Jean at 1. I'll be back at 5 with the good news. And Reverend Michael Mangus has the fireside at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, we wrap it all up at 8.15 with our evening prayers as well. Uh, and all kinds of fun tomorrow also. Uh, Reverend Mark Gilbert is on the Science of Mind and Spirit Conversation Series tomorrow morning. I promise you that's going to be a great program. That's tomorrow at 9. So... Thanks for being with us. We're going to get out of here for now. But until next time, we want to make sure that we wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking. We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, Please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.